TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce coming to you for the 444th time with Australia's number one wellness expert, bar none. That is a judgment and a bias that I will oh. never relinquish. It is Dr. Damien Christoph, the greatest man in wellness. Hello, Damo. <laughs> so judgy. So judgy. I love it, PC. I'm great. Thanks, mate. So good to see you, and thank you for your uh, your pumping of my tyres every week. It's the it's probably one of the greatest moments of my week these days, and um, yeah, it's really great. I was really so flat. Yeah, not out and having my tyres pumped up by you, great man, PC. I don't know about you. Tees, by the way, come yes. on, tees. So I've got a couple of things on this. I'm just going to say that I feel exactly the same as you. 15 minutes before our recording on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I'm often feeling a little bit, oh my gosh, it's cool. I'm feeling tired, you know, and I'm like, come on, Damo, come on, 2.30. I need my Damo spark of energy. I need my Ted Lasso with Damo Ted time. <laughs> and and I actually was like genuinely um, telling everyone that's, ever since you recommended Ted Lasso, I'm telling you how many people are asking me if I've watched Ted Lasso. And I'm like, Damo, Damo put me onto Ted Lasso. And yes. and I want to tell you, Damo, and Go everyone on. else here watching and listening, that Ted Lasso has got pretty much every factor of life in it. It's the most personal, growthy comic TV series that you could watch to the point where Brené Brown, who many people would see as the queen of vulnerability and the shame researcher, and she has gone heavy and deep in a conversation with Ted Lasso, Jason Sudeikis, and Coach Beard, uh, Brendan Hunt on her podcast really? and like done a deep dive on all the woo woo of how Ted Lasso has infected our lives with positivity and kindness and gratitude, um, all from a comedy series. So, if anyone wants to just think they're just binging, um, you could actually be doing some serious personal growth whilst consuming Ted Lasso. So I have you to thank for that demo because you were the one that put me onto it. <laughs> I don't even know who put me onto it. I can't remember. But geez, was it Trudy? Trudy Petter? No, I told TP about it. Um, although if she did tell me about it, I'm pretty sure in about three minutes' time she'll correct me and we'll see that. <laughs> we'll see. Happy birthday to Trudy today, by the way. Happy birthday, Trudy. Um, Mel Urell, happy birthday, Mel Urell. Mel Urell, blast happy from the birthday, past. Alex Kirshner, three three people born on Wednesday, 15th of September. That is so good. That is so good. Now, you mentioned one other thing, which I have to mention because it's very important to me and we're at risk of alienating everyone. You just mentioned the Ds, and for yeah. the third time in my life, they're in a grand final. For anyone here uh, that cares, when this episode goes to air... Hopefully, by then, the Ds have won the grand final because this comes out two days after the AFL grand final. No. No, no. No, it doesn't. No, because Janet Rowling's is next week on Monday, and then it's the Ds. What went out yesterday? What went out on Monday? The the art and science and hormones of longevity. So we're like two in front. Oh, Um, how about that? We've got some in the can. Yeah. That's pretty good. Well, that's exciting, PC. I love that. 
And, now, and yes, yes, hopefully we've been singing its grand old flag and that the CUB Melbourne Football Club beer comes out and you can buy yourself a big slab of beer and forget to drink it for the whole year, which is what I did for Richmond for 2017, 2019, 2020. I've still got cans for each of those years that and they're is, all gone off. That is, yeah, that's so funny. That's, that's what happens coming. when you're a wellness supporter of a football club. And then one <laughs> other thing on the football before we move on to our topic for the day. Um, most people know that I'm a big believer and big follower of seven-year cycles. I haven't felt comfortable saying this anywhere for fear of looking like, not a conspiracy theorist, but one of this is one of those wildly edgy people. Seven years ago, 2014, Paul Ruse took over the Melbourne Football Club, which was the beginning of our transformation. 21 years ago, three cycles of seven, yeah. was our last grand final. And most people talk about our premiership drought as being a 57-year drought, but it was 56 years ago, uh, eight cycles of seven, that the Norm Smith curse was born when Melbourne sacked their coach despite being eight wins and zero losses, only to reinstate him two or three days later when they realised what had happened, but the curse had been born. So if you're into seven-year cycles, if you're into numerology, uh, which I'm not, I just find it fascinating, Um I want to just get this out there somewhere publicly that yes. seven-year cycles are screaming all over the Melbourne Football Club at the minute. They are. What number does Harmsy wear? Four. No, I four. saw that. Your beautiful wife sent me that little little video. Yeah. I just wondered whether or not there was a seven in that. But I suppose... Jack Viney. Jack Viney's number seven. And his, yeah, he's his two, dad, Todd, was in the grand final 21 years ago. There we go. Yeah. So, that's another seven. Another one. All right. Another one. I wanted to talk about something because long-time listener, zero-time caller, never has ever typed into the live Facebook messages because generally he's on the road listening to this, but he listens to it. Big shout-out to Pete Stacey from Human Scale. Pete says, um, Damo, we caught up the other day, just happened to bump into each other down at the local coffee shop Um walking down our street in fact i was walking from my house on the street and he happened to be in my car park and we just decided that we walk and we just bumped into each other i don't know how it happens but anyway i bumped into pete and he said damo i'm finding peace with myself i go oh yeah tell me more about that he goes well i found i worked out that i was becoming very judgy very very um judgmental um of people and of you know, of life, you know, people's decisions, people's reluctance to make decisions, people's um, behaviors, whatever it is. And he was judging it. And he said, it gets me down. It gets me down. It makes me feel flat. And then I'm agitated and anxious. And then I get frustrated and I'm, you know, argumentative. And then I'm short with, you know, Miet. And, you know, I'm not the right person. I'm not the person I want to be. So I've decided I'm going to drop the judgment. I'm not going to be judgmental anymore. I said, good on you, mate. I love that. That's really good. So we're just talking about judgment, and I thought, why wouldn't we do a um, a podcast on judgment and ju- judgmentalism and being judgy, judgy, judgy? And um, and then you, just before we went live, started talking about judging, and I thought, yes, today's the day. It's 63.42857 times 7 into 444. We could definitely do this because there's a factor of 7 in that. Um, Let's do judgmental today. Oh, this is such a great topic, Damo. 
And uh, we've also got a judgment episode to do on food judgment, which which oh. we have in our our archive, not our, our archives, our to record yes. list, yes. which is very long. Uh, that Google sheet, but I do think um, more than ever in society today, our ability to practice non-judgment, which is the new age term that Deepak Chopra probably created and someone created <laughs> before him and and maybe uh, Socrates created before him. Non-judgment uh, has, well, can we say? No, that's even a judgment to say it. This is where it gets a bit woo-woo. Uh, is harder to practice, more difficult to practice for many of us than it's ever been. And I don't think I'm being too controversial in saying that. Um, Did you empathise with with Pete when you saw him? Like, I can easily say that I've been more judgmental than ever, but I actually, I don't know, actually, I don't know. No. Go on, you you go first. So, when we go back to being in a heightened state of stress and we um, are... We become a little bit anxious or we're not sleeping as well as what we could. Little things will trigger us. And so the, the shortest fuse is the one that's going to blow, right? It's easy to pass judgment to make yourself feel good about something or to judge a situation in a particular way that you come out on top um, or to um, cast dispersion in a particular direction at something that's been said or at somebody the way they behaved so that it lifts you back up because – at the end of the day, we no one wants to be wrong, right? No one wants to be wrong. Every decision that they make most of the time, people on purpose will make a decision to be right. No one wants to be wrong. So in order to support um, that decision, uh, there's an element of judgment that could come from that to support the righteousness. Does that make sense? Totally. Absolutely. So, so for me, I kind of go, well, all right, so let's, let's talk about – um, potentially some of the things that people have got to grapple with at the moment. You know, um, do they um, do they adhere to lockdown measures in Victoria? And if they don't, who's going to judge? Um, do they, you know, follow the line of the chief health officer and do, you know, take a particular medication um, or do they not? And then who's going to judge for that? And what if they do do that? Who's going to judge them for doing that? And uh, and so on and so forth. And so there's a lot of things that people can be judgy on in, in that sort of regard. You know, if somebody goes and gets a COVID test because they've got a sniffle, um, are they being judged by their peers because they're taking time off work to go and get a COVID test? And it could have been their 20th time they've had a COVID test when, in fact, they've never, ever been testing positive for COVID. Um, are they being judged for that? Um, could you be walking through the supermarket and uh, putting your bananas facing down instead of facing up, depending on what you're trying to be um, judged for, um, or maybe you're buying too many, you know, barbecue shapes or burger rings, whatever it is, and your fear of, you know, judgment means that you put lettuce leaves over the top so people can't see it. You know, so <laughs> maybe I've done that before. But uh, the the point being that it's easy to judge when you're stressed because you're trying to support yourself to make yourself feel better. So could it be that if we go and we provide more compliments that other people might become less judgy? Maybe. Did you say if we make compliments, we become less judgy? Yeah, what if we make more compliments? What if we actually gave people uh, more positive feedback? Would we become less judgy? Would we... um... Um, I think... Uh, so it's interesting. I listen to you talk about this, and I just constantly have in my head 
Can I answer your question with a story? Yeah, please. I love that. Okay. So, um, as I was just saying before we hit record, um, uh, Byron Shire was in lockdown for four or five weeks, and on Saturday it came out of lockdown. But really, no one was really excited because there was this threat, it felt like, that if there was one case in the Shire, we'd go into a 14-day lockdown. So it kind of just has everyone on tenterhooks. Cafes weren't opening back to their pre-lockdown phase because they were like, all my food orders and all my staff things change and um, then I could just get shut down for 14 days again. So there was this real you know, timidity and... Uh, cynicism is not the right word. We're all a bit jaded about about all the messaging, and then on the on so on Tuesday it was market day, and 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 at the market it's been masks and very don't hang around, no music, no band at the market because the band brings people together and socialise, and you can't socialise at the market and da 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 da, and then uh, now on Tuesday uh, we could go to the market and uh, we could go without masks. Um, but I only kind of found out on the grapevine that because it was an outdoor event, we didn't have to wear masks. And so I got there and probably maybe three quarters of people were no masks and a quarter of people were masks. And Such rebels up there in Byron uh, <laughs> And this was the conversation that... Yeah, straight to jail. This was the, this was the conversation um, that was happening because literally a week earlier, there were police at the market, you know, inspecting people, so to speak. And a week later, you got... You know, uh, lockdown lifted, and it's uh, it's now legal to not wear a mask if that's the right terminology. And so, what ended up happening is you'd see friends that would be wearing a mask, and you're not wearing a mask, and they'd be like, "Why aren't you wearing a mask? Or or why are you wearing? I wasn't even I wasn't aggressive. Don't get me wrong. What ended up? What I'm saying is, we ended up going. Oh, um, people with masks were like, "Oh, don't I have to wear this?" And then other people that weren't wearing the masks were looking at people wearing the mask, going, oh, "Hold on a minute." Am I doing the wrong thing? Am I meant to be wearing a mask? And there was this um, judgment, and some people were curious, right? Some people were like, do I have to wear a mask? Others yeah. were like, why are they wearing a mask when they don't have to anymore? Or the people in the mask were like, why are all these people not wearing a mask? Like, because we're meant to be wearing a mask. And I feel like, my answer to your question is, I feel like we have gone into such hyper hyper judgment mode that um, compliments could be a great way to cleanse or lower the feeling of judgment. But I'm forcing myself. I'm always banging on about um, judgment is always made in statements and curiosity is always made in questions. So if I ever feel myself being judgmental, I go stop making statements and ask more questions. Mm -hmm. And so my thing at the market was, okay, why are people wearing masks when we don't have to? And then I would talk. I bumped into a friend that wasn't wearing a mask, and she said, "I thought we had to wear a mask." Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, "Okay, so by asking a question, like being curious and not judgmental, yeah, uh, by asking a question, I could find maybe an answer that would allow me and then other people to be less judgmental." Um, okay, so let's say, for example, let's say, for example, you bumped into somebody, and you weren't wearing your mask and they were wearing a mask and they said to you, oh, you're not wearing a mask. And you said, no, do we have to wear masks? And they say, no, we don't have to wear masks, but I don't want to get COVID. Yeah. Then Where I, do you go with that? I just like, totally you, let, let that person go with that. 
because, yeah, yeah, because some people can't do that. This is what this is where we're going, right? So some people can't because in their heart of hearts, inside their DNA, they become riled with the decision that somebody else has made. So this other person's made the decision for themselves, which is totally fine. It's yeah. good, no problems. Yeah. They've done all of the equations in their mind and heart yeah. to work out what's going to protect them, help them, whatever. Um, and they've made a decision to wear a mask to protect them and anybody else around them, maybe. Yeah. Um, and so that's that's you know that's where we can go down that judgment line because somebody makes a decision that's contrary to what we might actually do, right? Yeah. Um, and so what you're saying is that you might back that up with a question, another question. Yeah, but a question. Yeah, absolutely. I love this conversation, Damo. Um, absolutely. And and a question of just being like. For me, I think all these questions are respectful. So, um, I've had like, probably three conversations this week, and I'm sure I'll, I'm sure I'm allowed to talk about this. I've had three conversations. Let's say I've had four, uh, and it's the same conversation with people, and it goes something like this: um, I really haven't been sure whether to get vaccinated or not. So, I did all of this research. I considered my life. I considered my children. I considered my work. I considered how close I live to the border. I considered whether I need to travel. I considered family that live interstate. I considered this and I considered that. And two people said, and I decided to get vaccinated. And two people said, and I decided not to get vaccinated. And I have, this is just me personally, I have no judgment on either. Uh, of those responses because I love, and I said the same thing pretty much to every person that said it, I said, I just love that you have considered your options so thoroughly and yeah. made a choice with confidence based on on based on based your life. And really, like the inner journalist in me is like any judgment is really judging one piece of a 1,000-piece puzzle, and it's mm-hmm. so easy to like put the microscope on that one piece of the puzzle but if we can get the perspective of the thousand pieces in the puzzle, we can then actually generally see that it's a complicated life that anyone is living. And yeah. it's so easy to tunnel into one piece of someone's puzzle of life. And it's impossible for any of us to walk in someone else's shoes 24 7, 365 and know it. But um, I do think it's a great, it's a great test, I think, Damo. And that's what I love about you. You're so. Uh, I would say, is it is it liberal? Like, you're very passionate. Like, I know you have your views and all of the rest of it, but you've got a great level of respect for people's differences. And that, for me, is the epitome of non-judgment, is even though the decision might be different to the decision you would make, you have deep respect for the decision-making process that a person may have gone through, which yeah. makes it right for them, you know? Which I think is really important. And so quite often people will be disappointed um, with someone else's decision um, because of a set of expectations that somebody has of that other person, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So whether that's a pedestal that people get put on or whether it's um, or whether it's just an expectation that they had of that person or that they thought that that person was part of a tribe and so on and so forth, um, that expectation can lead to judgment and, of course, then massive amounts of disappointment. And so... The whole judgy piece, I think, um, comes back to the being okay with somebody making a decision that's contrary or different to what your decision might have been. Yeah. Um, and, and being totally okay with that and, and being being comfortable knowing that the t- decision that you make is right for you and, the, and safe and the decision that they make is right for them and safe. 
um, and based on your own values, which I think is really important to acknowledge your own values. Oh, I love this, Damo. Everything that you were just saying reminds me, and people are gonna, some people are going to turn off here, but again, listening to Breno Brown's interview with Ted Lasso and Coach Beard, they talk about, oh, she was talking about if you, lo- if you like sports, you love sports, but if you don't like sports, it's like you switch off straight away. So some people are switching off right now. <laughs> no, but, but Coach Lasso is not about sport. I mean, it is, but it's about life. Well, like, no, it's a really- yeah. Yeah, but what I was meaning is that like exactly what you just said, it's it's sport is not about sport. It's actually about life if you can see it. So what you're saying here for me reminds me of a Collingwood supporter and a Carlton supporter versus or a Richmond supporter versus a Melbourne supporter. Let's say we're on different sides of the fence, but it yeah. doesn't mean we hate each other. No. It, we actually love each other. We love everything that allows us to... Um, go to the football and have banter and have a meal together and watch our teams together and go for different teams, but we still love each other and that's all part of the experience. Uh, But in certain things in life at the minute, people don't, I actually want to say, they don't want to see it that way. People refuse to see that what's happening in society at the moment is so good for our personal growth as a society, where as a society we are faced with challenges, be them philosophical, be be them belief systems, be them um, physical decisions, whatever it is. But this is what makes a society strong, diversity, and this comes back to previous conversations we've had. Really, like real diversity belongs in an environment where judgment is absent. Um, yes. uh, linear or narrow diversity belongs in a society where judgment is rife. Um, and so really, like the greater diversity, the less of the judgment. But that's a that is a probably a whole different episode in itself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. No, but I, I do love that. And diversity um, also brings into consideration. Um, and I talk about this all the time. A lot of people go, oh, "We're you know, we're a diverse and inclusive workspace." And I call BS on that. Yeah, right? totally. <laughs> like a diverse, inclusive workspace is basically, yeah. oh yeah, we accept you for your religion, we accept you for your color, and we accept you for how you identify. Well, what about my thoughts on yeah. health or well-being, or what about my thoughts on whatever else? You know, like so, this whole diversity and inclusiveness like has limitations, has its own limitations. So, the absolute full acceptance of diversity and and inclusiveness is the colors between black and white. Yeah. It's everything in between. It's the music. It's the it's the part that gives the groove. It's the offbeat. It's it's everything that enables music to sound so good. That is diversity and mm. inclusiveness and then non-judgment, right? So mm. uh, and that, that can only happen with the acceptance that people have different opinions. Um, and have different views on the world and, and on life. And I think that's really important. That's true diversity and inclusiveness. Oh, this is special, Damo. This is one of those masterclass episodes where it would be wise to go for an hour. We're uh, ticking over, though, so we are going to have to continue with, this uh, conversation. We don't, like the- we don't like the <laughs> Well, I saw other things in the Facebook chat. You know, pineapple goes on pizza. It'd be a great, it'd be a great dinner party judgment game to play all of these yeah. divisive topics. Yes. You know, um, you know, beer versus wine, and you know, uh, beer and nuts, or chocolate and coffee and cake, and all the rest of it. You know, we did that. Do you remember with Annie? Annie Council, shout out to Annie. Yeah, Not sure if Annie listens to, to the Annie. podcast. Actually, Annie but... just texted me before. I don't know if she knows we've gone live, but she texted me before. So, hi to Annie. We play this great game. It's pretty much like this game we were just saying. In Ikaria, one night over probably 
48 bottles of Ikari and red wine. Um, <laughs> you know, day or night, you know, morning or even or morning or like, um, you know, um, you know, breakfast or dinner, wine or beer, uh, um, uh, sea change or tree change. And it's amazing how many different answers you get, you know, aerobic versus anaerobic, um, you know, uh, savory or sweet. Yeah. And all these different, for want of a better term, judgments. Um, Dan versus Gladys. Dan versus Gladys versus Anastasia <laughs> versus Mark. Don't go there. Don't go there. Let's bring Shout it back out. to sport. Helen said bring it back to sport. Yeah, bring, bring it back, it back to, sport. to sport. Yeah. Shout out yeah. to uh, – surely you've seen the uh, – I'll probably like to the party here, the Jimmy Rees, Jimmy Giggle uh, yeah. uh, videos, so, which which uh, I just think makes it makes it. Thanks, funny. Sandra Sully. Yeah, yeah but yeah, – uh, total, Yeah, totally absolutely. late news. That's, that's pretty much me to a team. Most things. All right, before we go, Sandra Sully on other things – we are going yeah. to say farewell. Thank you for your support of the podcast, as always. Uh, hopefully, it is a grand old flag today. And to yes. everyone that has been a supporter of the podcast, we Thanks, thank you. Um, for more on the great man that is Damien Christoph, head on over to damienchristoph.com, myself, marcuspierce.com.au. And until next week, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.